0: Hello. Hi, John. Hi, Merlin. How's it going? Good. How are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I, You know, I got new, new Skype, and it's really, really
1: confusing. So what, what's new, new Skype? New, new. Is, it, is this like uh, the new, new Sagaya? New, new Sagaya? New, 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 new Sagaya? Is that a Native American term? Well, so the the uh, the Sagaya uh, store in uh, Anchorage mm-hmm. was like a sort of a fancy Japanese grocery store, and then the new Sagaya oh. was um, they moved locations, and then there was the new new. Oh, uh,
0: okay, 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 yeah, yeah, it is like that.
1: It's I don't know,
0: it's confusing. I you know, I hung on to the old one as long as I could, and then I got this this new new one, and it's uh, it's terrible. And I just keep discovering things about it that are perplexing. I'm sorry, I don't want to use valuable airtime for this, but I see it's included an emoji picker. Uh huh. That's important. So I can send you emoji. Send you oh an emoji? no! Whoa. Oh no! What was that? That wasn't a very. I think it's very... an Indian lady at a party taking a selfie of herself. Oh, so well, I mean, I guess tent. that's what, that, how you do.
1: Do that one again. Do, how's that? Well, me show me. Ag- show me that one again. Yeah. Send it again. Well, yeah, because it just it popped up and it did like a little motion. She oh, took no. a little selfie of herself and then it went away. So I can't see. Oh it. no.
0: Oh no. It's okay. Ready? Yeah, here you go. Three, two, yeah, one emoji. Uh sent. Oh, there it is.
1: Whoa. Yeah. Oh no.
0: Yeah. Well, oh, that's terrible. It's not super good. There's a lot of things I would have changed first, but I know that's not how businesses work. What else can I do? I can send you money send me send some you, money okay <laughs> i don't know if that's in the budget
1: I'm making 50 bucks so Let's it doesn't just see if it, works.
0: it doesn't it doesn't stay
1: the emoji no no she just was there she took a little She's go, go conversation do you know how to go to the conversation i kind of try i try to avoid the conversation no i understand okay there how do i go to the conversation oh okay so over in the sky oh, wait, it's down here on the bot. oh why is my heart pumping oh no are you okay no, it's like my Skype heart. Your Skype heart's pumping. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, on the conversation now. So here's here's what I have now. I have the Indian lady. She's got a for those of uh, for those of you uh, playing along at home. She has a what's it called a bindi? No, she what's a called? Bindi. Is it called a bindi? Yeah, bindi. she's a, she's just a round smiley face. Yes, but she has a bindi and she has like black hair clearly parted in the middle. And and earrings and that is to communicate. Oh, and there's some party lights behind her. Yeah, that is to communicate that she is f- from India. Okay, all right. And she she pulls out because party lights, you know. Party lights and and what about selfies with a purple Samsung
0: camera? Is that is that is that historically something they do I, on the Indian subcontinent, John? I guess so. I guess
1: well, it's a remnant of colonialism. I'm learning. Oh, okay, like tea. Yeah, okay. right. But she, so she pulls out the purple Samsung photo. She gives a big smile. <laughs> hey. But since you sent it to me twice, the first one is now static. Okay, but oh, you see wait. the second one. The second one was animated, but she just got done with her mouse, animation. Mouse over Two. it. Mouse over it, John. I think it'll move again. Oh, you're right. Oh, I moved over them both, and now they're. I can move. Oh, why is this valuable? Um, I don't know. I'm
0: gonna send you some more. That's called why ma- is this- that's called man award. That, that's somebody, that is a man looks, collecting an award.
1: It looks so much like you, oh man. <laughs> doing your, I'm a fake collecting an award thing. Oh, I think it's got something from Star
0: Wars here. I, I remember, think that's were, a, okay. This is called Porg. There's a Porg. I think you
1: were big on the internet. I do.
0: Back when I was Merlin, man, I used to talk into my shoe. I remember oh, that, looks, that. Oh, those were good times. Like that, guy. Display advertising got much less profitable. Um, yeah. Flowers,
1: bicycle, lacrosse. So now, in, in instead of these, yeah. could Skype have directed their energies toward uh, making a better uh, voice over Internet Protocol product?
0: <laughs> you know, that's why I say I don't. There's a reason I'm not in the corner office, John. You uh, know, I don't uh-huh. understand the business. I don't understand the deals. Now I'm. I, I will inform you. Let's get back to that. I want to put a fork in that, but I also want to point out there are several Star Wars related things in here. I can send you a Tie Fighter. Do. Okay, okay, let me find the TIE Fighter. It might be under face. It might be under thumb. Nope. Is it under, is it under star? It's not under star. That seems like an oversight. Under oh, here face, we go. Is, it, uh, is, oh, there I, a, is there a
1: picture of Sting from Quaterfini? Oh, Ace Face? Yeah, that seems like a missed opportunity. Um, if you're going to have a category that's called face. Oh, right. Whoa. Let me try searching for Ace.
0: Ace. No, I don't see Ace Face. They've got Stuart Copeland in here, but he's mad. <laughs> oh. he's <laughs> he throwing his drumstick? <laughs> Fuck off, you cunts. Isn't Luke. that what his drums used to say? He yes. had a nasty message on his drums, if memory yes, serves. He's a nasty man. He's a dirty boy. Yes. All right, I sent you a TIE fighter. Okay, good, good, good. Got it all worked out. How, how's it going?
1: Use your hatred, Luke. Oh, Surrender trust. to the dark side. Whoa, wow, that's good. Join me, and together
0: we'll rule the universe. <laughs> Yeah, you know that guy loves amputations. I don't want to spoil the movies, but he loves an amputation. You ever think about how what? many amputations are in those movies? A lot of amputations. Even the ones. People he,
1: losing hands right and left.
0: Yes. I, I don't have a list of all of them. Probably, you know what? We should find out if there's a page somewhere of amputations in Star Wars. But we know. Well, see, I don't want to spoil it for people, but we know yeah. Luke loses a hand. Yep. We know that. And together th- we'll rule the universe, th- father
1: and son.
0: I'm pretty no, sure. I'll never you. You.
1: Lightning. The lightning me. gives me
0: blue braces. <sighs> <sighs> and then uh, then uh they take out the helmet and they can play the harmonico.
1: Oh, right. Remember right, that. that one? Yeah, you know, uh, where he's like, you got, oh, you, got you Sa- were right. Samuel you were L.
0: Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. I believe he loses an arm in one of the prequels. I didn't watch those. No. Okay. Really, not no, at no, all. No, no, no. Wait.
1: I, of the three of them, I saw the last one. That's a good one. That's the best one. Yeah. Well, was, I yeah, mean, it was fine. It was fine. Yeah. I didn't okay. watch the ones. I didn't watch the ones with the the like the the reggae guy. <laughs> I didn't watch the <laughs> one. <woman> with the, <laughs> Like Natalie Portman. The reggae I didn't see guy. That. Uh, I didn't uh-huh. want to see them. They didn't seem. I'm
0: I'm acquainted. I'm acquainted with a guy. You see, you're probably familiar with this idea. of What are called fan edits, where people will go in and do different interesting things. They'll combine several movies into one. It's very interesting subculture. I've actually the, uh, the, the Gar, Gar, uh, Garfield without Garfield, right? Is that that's similar? The yeah, remix culture. Everything's a remix. Yeah, um, but it's, it's this guy I knew who I got acquainted with. He's a giant fan of this, and and he he got kind of famous for a while. Uh when he did something called the Phantom Edit.
1: You know, that's the only kind of famous there is. Tell me about it. Kind of famous. Oh, it's
0: the while. best kind of famous.
1: Kind of famous for a while. Yeah. Kind of would famous. You, yeah. Would you rather have Ugh. permanently famous forever or kind of famous for a while? Ooh, ask me if I'm happier now than I used to be. Here's one I never much thought happier. Before. Much happier. I, I, I want to put I want to put a fork in your uh, in your thing about. I oh have Phantom so many edit. forks, John. I should be writing all this down. But uh, but uh, I you know the the whole like would you rather fly or be invisible thing, which is like mm-hmm. come on, duh. That's Hodgman crack. Uh, but someone uh, in the form of my daughter yesterday said, "Would you rather fly or be able to breathe underwater?" I'd rather be able to fly or breathe underwater. And I had never it had never occurred to me i never had
0: that one posed to me no
1: i'd never had that wrinkle have you ever had that wrinkle never had that wrinkle
0: uh back Could when you I, fly would you back fly. when i had marijuana uh yeah. these were the kinds of things one would talk about yeah um but i haven't given a lot of, i mean it, the thing is you know here's the problem you know there's a genie's curse in here somewhere of course right there's gonna aha uh-huh, but if you got uh, you ba. Uh, uh, ba uh, yep. it's like now of course have i want to fly i don't dream about breathing underwater i dream about flying one of my most distinct most of my several of my distinct memories from childhood my dreams that i remember
1: involve flying yes yeah but think yeah. about it now okay would you rather fly mm-hmm. or breathe underwater go
0: this is the genie's gonna get me um i'd rather fly
1: yeah let me have it let me have it i thought about this a lot it's not i don't think i don't think there's a wrong answer it's not like it's not like a flyer being visible. and if you say fly then you're just i don't know it's some uh, like a statement about your morality
0: but didn't hodgman stipulate that in his famous this american life episode back, back when he was that yeah. he um that he uh he, famous for a while now so. come on i didn't say that i whispered that <laughs> sotto voce didn't he uh no 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 even before he was famous <laughs> mm-hmm. i think this is back when he was a literary agent yes, and he would right. be on the this american life podcast which is my first exposure to him um uh, big ups big
1: fan mm-hmm. big ups yeah. he
0: Good uh stuff. he did the famous episode on i want to say flying versus invis- invisibility
1: yeah, this was one of his signature, and
0: it was kind of what it had come down to—sort of extrovert versus. I don't know, you do I know you don't listen to, to the radio. I think it's like came down to extrovert versus introvert.
1: I've, no, I've, I've, I don't listen to the radio, but I do have some experience listening to John Hodgman.
0: Oh my goodness, I've Sick, I've lost uh, I've lost several hours of sleep listening to John Hodgman because I wasn't allowed to leave till he was done. That's right. I sat. I'm, I sat in his little chalet, <laughs> and I'm trying to remember. It was something that seemed very like a small issue at the time, but I was compelled to stay. No, you are. You are often. And he just, compelled he to kept stay. saying, just a, moment, "Just a moment. Just a moment. Just a moment. Just a moment, Merlin man. That's that's not a moment, John.
1: Uh, no, I believe that.
0: Uh, what, can we, can we just fa- say
1: for the record, we're bagging on John Hodgman, but he's a really nice, very funny, very smart guy. He's, yeah, no, I don't think anyone's worried that, that you and I are coming out against John Hodgman. Are we Although, dragging him,
0: John? Is that what this anything, is called? Are we dragging you know, him? You
1: know what? Anything <laughs> is possible. because You know what? Today is anything can happen. He has so much dignity. <laughs> <laughs> you two have, you both, in different ways. <laughs> well, you have so much
0: fucking dignity.
1: <laughs> there's a lot of dignity in the room. The I've been there. there. Yes. And he, and he plays the ukulele and, um, no, I think he said that if you, uh, if you, if you want to be invisible, it, it, there's something about it. You're a sneaky person. Oh, and if you want to fly. You're like a pure hearted person. But in the end, the only answer is invisibility because, hmm. come on, give me a break.
0: Wow. You, you you you. I mean, God, this is really bad. Um, you would be invisible. You'd want to be invisible rather than fly. Yes, absolutely. You're kidding.
1: No 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 no. That's utterly perplexing to me. Maybe this is the point of the exercise. That's utterly perplexing to me. And also, I think breathe underwater is better than flying. Ah, here's how I want to be able to
0: fly. I'm not even that ambitious. I'm not going to chase a crow. I want to go, and I want to be able to take the, a little hop and fly approximately four feet off the ground, let's even say at the speed of my Segway scooter. I don't even need to go fast. I don't need to go high. I don't need to go far. I just would like to be able to fly a little bit. That's what I did when I was a child, having dreams.
1: I'd fly around the family room. Woo, shoo, whoosh, whoosh. I'd fly around the living room. Just between four and 14 feet at a time. Just like just I rolled a 17. Of- uh, does that... Um- <laughs> if you went out... <laughs> if you went out... <laughs> if you walked out of your house right now yeah, and you could do short flight, fl- okay. Short fly. Okay. 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 Imagine the Walgreens. If I could go to the Walgreens in one hop or in like, like a two, Superman like 1940s hop. hop. Oh, like up and then just sort of always, always keeping your feet like parallel or level with the ground type of thing. Do you remember the like, movie? The, you're the standing t- up the whole time? Kind
0: of. Do you remember the terrifying TV movie from 1979 called Salem's Lot based on the Stephen King? Book? Yes. I okay. Do. That, that, movie scared me profoundly there's a scene it's not lance kerwin it's the other guy where i think where he floats up to the window and he's just he's all zombie looking and just if i look at it again it'll probably look silly but it scared the living shit out of me when i was 13 it was genuinely scary and uh so but i want to be able to like do like a ghost i want to be like a, a at a ghost height
1: yes am i answering your question you know i mean i wouldn't mind a good hop No, I I know. I think a ghost height is a perfect description of an altitude. Okay. So that's that's
0: somewhere between like four and eight feet, probably,
1: depending on how it's uh, zoned. You don't typically see ghosts at 25 feet, do you? You don't.
0: No, you don't, especially in. Uh, contrast to where you're standing you you rarely look very fu- you don't look more than one story up to see a ghost unless they're a window in which case i would reset the height to the floor of the uh of the building that they're in you follow exactly
1: me? exactly i do and i do exactly so yeah. so yeah a ghost is going to hover in such a way that the tail that you know the the like the the hem of their sheet isn't going to get tangled in anything, mm-hmm. but they might have to navigate around some lamps on tables, right? Like, that's about where a ghost uh, is. Kind of like when my
0: daughter is, walks around with a blanket around her and knocks things over. Yeah, right. But, but, but if you're gonna, a ghost, you've gotten good at that. You've, you've learned to account for
1: your uh, your ghost, what do, you, what do you call it, a tail or a skirt yeah, or a train, your, a ghost your, your, train? Your, your train, your, your ghost train. Okay. Uh, so yeah, interesting that, Hmm. so you would like to fly at ghost height to Walgreens Mm. in an upright position.
0: No, 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 sort of, sort of like I'm in the middle of a dive from not a high board and not a low board, but like a medium, like a ghost board. I would say forward, you're nosing forward. I would say my front would be slightly up. I would be floating to the, to, if I were in place, like in neutral, I think it would look like I'm just floating like a ghost.
1: But but would it would it would it have the same mechanics as a segue? Like if you leaned forward as a ghost, would you mm-hmm. would you start to travel? I think so.
0: I think it would take some getting used to and you would just adjust like the balance of your weight. Then
1: you'd lean back and you would kind of come back to an upright. Yeah, and all the teens float. would point and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh no, I think that I mean, although that sounds charming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I cannot that, wait to hear this. Imagine this. Imagine this you walk down to the end of uh of the street there, yeah, walk over the the big, busy street over whatever the train tracks, yep yep yep. out, out on the pier or whatever, go over to the dunes Mm-hmm. and then you, you just keep then you just keep walking mm-hmm. into the sea, mm-hmm. And you still are, and I mean, you probably have to wear a warm outfit because... Like a, being like a to, surfer, I might
0: want to wear something that's insulated.
1: Yeah, because being able to breathe underwater doesn't mean you're suddenly, like, you have a layer of fat that's five inches thick. Well done, yes. Um, and then you, you go, because I'm avoiding genie's curses right and left here. Also, I would stipulate to the genie that I'm, I can still breathe in the air as well. <laughs> oh, nice to, try. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, next, yeah, yeah. Genie. I don't want to live under the sea. If for the I rest talk to a genie, life. I'm bringing. I'm bringing a magic lawyer. Yeah, but then in the water, and then all of a sudden you're still breathing. You see, and then you're surrounded by octopuses, and you can go find uh, turtles, or turtles can find you. Tur- turtles and yeah. dolphins, and you could just keep walking. Really, you could walk. You can walk, walk. Now I it's could not, go on the
0: ocean beach and walk, literally walk into the Pacific Ocean. But what's, what's up now? I'm breathing water.
1: Here's the question. I guess I would have. Uh, uh, for the genie, mm-hmm. is like, what about pressure equalization? If I can breathe water, am I? can I go like 500 feet deep and not get the bend?
0: Oh, no, I, I, I totally see what you're saying. If you tried to go to, say, a Marianas Trench, and you right. go in there feeling real, you could jump off the back of some kind of a large ship. Yeah. Uh, and uh, maybe the Navy took you out there on, on a decommissioned uh, battleship. Right. You jump into the sea over the Marianas Trench, and you're like, "Hey, this is baller.
1: I can breathe water, but you don't right. want your eyeballs to explode, right?" No, at what point are you going to get crushed by the pressure? I don't know. Enough. I don't know either. I don't know enough. And that's about not included this. in the wish, though. Well, so you'd have to do some research, and you'd have to do <laughs> some advanced research, because I wouldn't want to get, I wouldn't want to be like, "Ha ha," and then yeah, your eyeballs will explode. But I don't know about that because you know those famous divers that got. That went down in the, in the bathysphere or whatever and were all, they, they could be, you know, once they had acclimated, they were breathing helium or whatever. Once they had acclimated, they, they were out in the water, deep, deep, deep underwater.
0: I am, I am I so intrigued. In, well, I started out intrigued about this psychologically in terms of like why you would prefer that. But now I'm also interested psychologically in how this potentially dovetails with you not wanting to be stuck in a police car with a bag on your head or buried alive. Right. But you enjoy the feeling of being in the water such that you would prefer to breathe water rather than fly to Walgreens.
1: Here is here is the key word. Yeah. Breathe. Breathe. See, I do not like to be in the water or in a cop car with a bag over my head because I cannot breathe. But if I was in the water and could breathe. Yeah. What would I be claustrophobic about? No, would you be, just hang out be, there as long as you could, probably. Bring, I'd be bring like, a sandwich. Blah, 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 low, oh, that does sound nice. Yeah, uh, that's. <sighs> I mean, if you could. Okay, here's another one. Yeah. Uh, would you? Let's see. Oh, wait. No. Well, mm, I was thinking in terms of if somebody asked me what my what what my superpower would be.
0: Well, that's fine. We can pivot to superpowers. I mean, I think these are all. A somewhat notionally magical things that one can imagine. I mean, you used to conjure orbs, or you tried. you walk home from school and try to conjure an orb.
1: But it never occurred to me to ever say that what my superpower would be would be to just never get sick. Yeah, you sound like you got a little cold right now. I got a little cold, and I realized as I was getting my cold this time, I was like, wow, the actual superpower of all superpowers would be to just never get sick.
0: Okay. Oh, you know what? That's a very uh, grown-up defensive strategy. Some of my favorite superheroes are ones who have what are regarded as defensive skills. That's the the thing they end up doing on the team. In your case, you're saying something like, I'm never going to have another sinus infection. I'm never going to need to suddenly and unexpectedly poop, right? Oh, right. You can maybe include it under the aegis of, like, I can hold my water for as long as I want. Uh huh. Is that a form oh, of being that be sick? Neat? That's a form of being sick. That's, that's an existential sickness, a sickness unto death.
1: Nice, where you're like, I don't have to pee. No. I, I'll pee when I want to pee.
0: It would be like having a hoagie where you'd say, like, there's no, I mean, like, I don't need to have a hoagie once to twice overnight. I can wait for the hoagie and I'll just stay here. Do you follow? I'll stay yes. here in bed. I don't need to go get up and eat an entire fucking hoagie. I don't need to go to Philly for a hoagie. I'm just going to stay here and sleep and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think about all the things that are concerning me because if you get up, me, I go, I get up to pee, and now I'm thinking, and for me, that's eating a hoagie. Uh, uh, but ooh. no, you understand what I'm saying? You can dispatch uh-huh. this as needed, like, uh, 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 right? Uh, uh, as quoted, uh-huh. as they say on the menus, you're going to be able to deploy that. wonder what's included under not getting sick, because you don't want to be, here's the other part, here's the monkey's paw, the O. Henry, is like, but you don't want to be like a Dracula, right?
1: You don't want, do you want to live forever? Well, this is a, this is a, I guess the million-dollar question. I don't want to get sick. Now, does is cancer included in sick?
0: Cancer is a form of being sick. I, I don't have Wikipedia open. I'm pretty sure that's a form. But if I were the genie, or if I were the adjudicating genie judge, I would look at this and say that's that's a uh, you're, that's a very broad reading of the law on sickness.
1: Adjudicating genie judge is something I want to be. Isn't that
0: a Ben Gibbard ban? <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Roderick on the Line is brought to you by Mac Weldon. You can learn more about Mac Weldon right now by visiting macweldon.com. Um, I'm going to do this one a little bit different, and, and I'll tell you why. Th- there are two things that I really like about uh, when Mac Weldon sponsors the show. Uh, the one that's very important that I want to talk about in a second is that I genuinely actually really like their clothes. Uh, I really like their stuff a lot. But the second thing I really like a lot, and I, I, I'm going to tear back the curtain for a minute. Here's what Mack Weldon does. When they, when they send us what to say on the ad, here's what it says at the very beginning. Now, now usually, I have to tell you, I'm going to rip the curtain from the curtain. Usually when you see red letters at the top of an ad read, that means there's like a million things you're not supposed to say Uh, or like, or you got to give them a free ad or there's some kind of, you know, legal thing. Here's what it says here. It says, it says, use these as notes for talking points, not a copy or script. Have fun and say what you want. You know how to talk to your audience better than anyone else. Thank you. There are no rules. uh, Really, they are. Just uh, don't use certain words or talk negatively about competitors. That's all fine. But here it says, do what's best for the show. And if that means making jokes, swearing or making up characters or situations, then do it. You just don't get this. You don't get this from from uh, from the sponsors very much, and and I think they know that what they've got here is a very very good thing. And and I want to tell you about it. Uh, you know about Mac Weldon. You know they make they make the underwear. Uh, they got the silver underwear. They got, they got they got all these different things. But I I love their shirts, and I own several drawers full of their shirts. I, I'm not proud of this. This is not something I'm bragging about. I'm just telling you that when I first heard about Mac Weldon, I thought, oh yeah. They're they're the uh, the underpants guys and and, uh, and you know they do that but they also make these fantastic shirts and I really really love them I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you three kinds of shirts that I really like and if you need shirts uh, I want you to think about getting these one is called the 18 hour jersey crew neck undershirt bright white large okay this is a white shirt for wearing usually undershirts it's an undershirt it says it right there it's an undershirt and this thing is sublime it's 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 built like a battleship. It's got, it's got a whole different way they put it together. It's crazy comfortable, and it's got a long tail, much like the famous Chris Anderson article, right? So you can tuck this into your pants, and it stays tucked into your pants this is the only kind of undershirt that I wear. They told me to have fun with it, and believe me, I'm having fun right now. Now, my, one of my primary pieces, and you will see this on me almost everywhere that I go. This is my, I'm going to say get this. I'm going to say get the Pima long-sleeve T-shirt, and get it in your size and color. I, I often get it in Pima long-sleeve T-shirt, true black, large, okay? I have a lot of these. I have them in black. I got them in blue. I got, I got them in green. I got them in light blue. Uh, it's a it's a it's a fabulous piece, and that's what I wear all the time. This is my uniform, and I, I I actually legit love this. Can you tell from my voice that I actually really like this? I want you to go buy this. Okay, now the new one. Now this one's a little more costly, but this is really really. Nice. It's called the Tech Cashmere Long Sleeve. I get it in charcoal, Heather Large, okay? This one's going to cost you a little bit more. But this is maybe the most comfortable shirt that I've ever worn in my life. I I, I, I bought enough of them so that I can sleep in them and walk around, and those can be clean clothes. It's Mac Weldon. I want you to go check these folks out. You know, they, they let me say whatever I want. I can even make up characters. Uh, I haven't really thought about this. So let's see. Um, hello. I'm... Uh, I'm the Mac Weldon guy, and you should get some shirts. I should redo this, but I'm not going to because they said I should have fun with it. You've heard this uh, advertisement on the show, and I want you to try it out. I want you to go to Mac Weldon, and here's the thing you go to MacWeldon.com, and they're going to give you a discount off your clothes. You go to MacWeldon.com, and you can get 20% off your first order using the promo code R O T L. That's R O T L. Please go to MacWeldon.com. It supports the show. And maybe almost as importantly, because money is very important to me, okay? Maybe almost as importantly, they let me say what I want in this ad. And what I want to say in this ad is I really genuinely like Mac Weldon clothing. I'd like you to check it out. You go to MacWeldon.com, 20% off with the offer code ROTL. Our thanks to Mac Weldon for giving me so many great shirts. I mean, for money, but for for the shirts and the underwear and the socks and all of the things, our thanks to Mac Weldon for supporting Roderick on the line and all
1: the great shows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yes, that You're is. You're right, sir. Um, I, I, uh, so I don't want to get cancer.
0: Okay, but I mean, let's just go with what's definitely covered. And I'm going to give okay. you a very, what I consider a broad, bespoke reading of the law that is for you and me. Okay? Yeah. And, and you can okay. tell me if you think there needs to be some extra codicils. I'm going to say, first of all, you just don't get the common cold
1: anymore. You don't get the cold. Right. You don't get the flu. You don't get like the World War One flu. Are you saying you're you saying no flu? A, no flu. I'm saying no
0: flu. No flu. What sick, about pneumonia? You Do you, could flu. you get pneumonia? I don't think so. Especially think if you breathe water.
1: If you breathe water, you're already covered on pneumonia because that's water in the lungs. I feel like we're, we gotta, we got to We got to separate this from not from not from being able to breathe water. Okay. Fair. I feel like I feel like if this is if yeah, we're going one, one monkey's paw finger at a time. That's right. So no sick. Which means no cold, no how, flu. So how do you avoid being a Dracula? I don't know because here this is this is actually super
0: interesting to me because what about just the wear and tear on a human body? Does right.
1: arthritis does arthritis count as sick? I don't know if arthritis counts as sick, and I don't know if I feel like ninety percent of ninety nine percent of the way that people die is basically one or another version of sick. Yes. Right? I mean, I guess I guess they're all the people that die from like falling and getting shot and stuff. Yeah. But, but like all of the natural ways of dying are all Really, when it boils down to it, like, what happened? Oh, in the end, they got pneumonia. i, I right? got to learn the definition of natural causes because I think that's, that's a little confusing. But I think under the, uh,
0: I'm going to say it again, because it's a legal term, under the ages of what we call natural causes, that includes a lot of being sick. Yes. It felt like my grandmother. My grandmother, who was very small and smoked all the time, one time she slid off my, this is a grotesque story, so prepare yourself. Uh, mm. This is when she's in her early 80s. She was visiting my uh, uncle's family. And she was sitting on his bed and slid off the bed uh-huh. because she was an old, skinny lady. She weighed 80 pounds. She slid sure. off the bed, her knee hit the floor, and she broke her fucking femur. Ow. You know how hard it is to break a femur?
1: Well, yes.
0: I heard in a comedy routine that that's the single most, next to like maybe giving birth, that's the most painful thing you can have is a broken femur. She what had a broken of, femur. What kind of comedy routine was that? It was from the 90s. It was really funny. I see. Yeah. And uh, so, and so, yeah. yeah okay. All, my only point being like, I, I'm going to be honest. God love you, Grandma. I miss you. Uh, yeah. But I don't think
1: breaking your femur on my cousin's bed counts as sick. No, although what probably did she die from it? No, no no but what but if she had died from she was, she was probably, made from tough
0: she was made from tough stuff Oh sure it's that old stock right the, the, the second or third time she came out of a surgery because of smoking, uh, she berated the the, the doctors
1: because she wasn't allowed to smoke in the hospital <sighs> isn't that fun? Yeah, the era when Grammy Grammys were berating doctors for not being able to smoke. And the doctors were probably like, sorry, lady, and then they would go. Only light I'm allowed up to smoke. I'm a professional. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but Other, no, I think sick. that she yeah. probably Grammy grandma and I don't know how she died, but I'm gonna guess that in the end, when she did die, it was from some kind of being sick. No, it was from being sick for sure. Yeah. 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 So everybody
0: in my family, so we haven't had any, and I I'm, I realize I'm owning my privilege here. My mm-hmm. family, as far as I know, has not met a violent end, or so. For example, my I call him my stepfather, my step grandfather, but he was you know he was married to to, to my femur uh, grandma. Right. They were married for for forty years. Uh, he, his That's wife had time. died. It is yeah yeah yeah. So my for example, my grandfather. He died at 46.
1: No. My dad really?
0: died at 45. Jesus. Now now so my grandmother was widowed in oddly enough 1946 cuz my grandfather was born in 1900. Don't be creepy. Now she remarried a few years later Bob Kekritz. Now he uh he uh his wife had died in an automobile accident, which oh, is how Bob. a ton of people died in the 50s. That's oh, but love, it's but love, let's be honest. Dying.
1: It's not sick. No. Is it? That's not sick. Well, if you get in an automobile crash and then you get into the hospital and they intubate you in order to keep you breathing, oh, and oh, oh. in the process of intubating, yes, 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 you inhale some, uh, some vomit. They put in then, a
0: mer- maybe they put in a MRSA virus. If you get a MRSA virus, is. that's sick.
1: That's sick, right? Or if you if you get an infection in the lungs or something, that's yeah. all sick. So okay, it, oh, so really? what I'm interesting. Think, if you have a superpower where you're not, where you don't get sick, I wouldn't like go in and stop armed robberies and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yes. you're not, you're like, I'm, I'm impervious to, and then they just shoot you. Yes. You could Sh- still, shooting is it. not, I'm sorry shoot. to say shooting is not sick. Right. But in terms of like real world application of superpowers, Ugh. I cannot think of a power that I want more as someone who is, who like has, has, uh, sickness you're so you're so sturdy
0: in so many ways but you and forgive my saying yeah um you do seem to get things like colds fairly easily i get i get colds and that becomes that becomes your as they say that's your that's your achilles heel as strong as you are you're fully armed you got plate armor you got your armor class is very high but you still have a vulnerability which is that like if you get near a baby you might die like a sick baby, sick baby. Cause like in my case, I go to where my kid is, I don't touch anything. Like I'm not gonna touch oh, a no. doorknob, I'm not gonna touch anything. Yeah. Like at school, at school, at school,
1: I'm not a toucher. How do you feel about, uh, what's your likelihood of getting sick? In any oh, given situation?
0: Would yeah, you say well, you had a high likelihood? Level? Um, I mean, one doesn't wanna jinx oneself, but like for example, that recent thing I went through where I thought it was allergies, and you can hear I'm still a little bit nasal, I'm pretty sure that was actually a cold. It was approximately a one and a half week cold. And it was so not debilitating that I could mistake it for allergies. I don't get sick very often. But still, even though I don't currently suffer under this, I would still like a diarrhea codicil. I would like it to be included that you don't get sudden explosive diarrhea. Can that be included in sick? If that's a chronic disease, if one has, if one were to say for the sake of argument, one had an inflammatory bowel disease, does that count as sick? I think so,
1: isn't disease I think that sick?
0: counts. Yes. Yeah.
1: Right. So there you go, there goes your colon cancer, oh. there goes your your lung disease, that go there goes your heart disease. Mm, you're getting pretty pretty broad,
0: but that is a good one. You really want diseases? those you, you want those UFOs to scan you, don't you? I kind of do, right? Wouldn't that be nice? Uh, just a hard—we call it a hard reboot. Just do a Big, hard reboot. We'll boot into 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 uh, into like a disk repair mode. Yeah,
1: just fix all the fragments and bundles. You know, when I was in fifth or fifth grade, I used to get a wart on my thumb, and I would sit and I would cut it, mm-hmm. and I would stick needles in it, and it was I was I had this whole relationship to this wart on my thumb, and I would get it burned off, and it would come back. No I never got a wart anywhere else. I just Weird. had this wart on my thumb was it like you think you could be a curse i don't i i didn't i I didn't cross any witches I didn't do I never like licked a frog like why would mm-hmm. I get cursed? I was hmm. already cursed yeah I that's was true uh, to, <laughs> I was cursed to be living in the nineteen seventies <laughs> I didn't need an additional curse and I actually enjoyed the the wart and the only reason that I was t- i I was taken to the doctor to get the wart burned off. Was that I I fussed with it so much? I, I was constantly like poking it and cutting it and stuff. And the gross, you know, the teachers were like, "Why are you bleeding?" And I'm like, "Oh, I don't know. I cut my wart off with a exacto knife." Well, it's a project. You know, every kid needs a project. Yeah, it's something to. It's it's. I mean, I have a friend that sits and and futzes with her thumb so much that she worries the fingernail off. You know, she worries her, her nail off with with just touches. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's better than cutting yourself. But if I you know. sit and if you sit and like scrape your thumb until your until your thumb is like, I mean, I so anyway, I had a wart to to work on. Okay. Okay. One day I got it burned off; it never came back. I've never had. You a got wart the roots sent. out. You got the wart roots. I guess so, but don't I have warts in me?
0: Well, yo, know, I got I got two pieces of good news for you. Number one, I just checked. I just yeah. checked your your uh, ghost insurance, and first of all, you are covered for warts. You will no longer get warts. And I got some really big news for you. You know, Pop pop the uh, non-alcoholic champagne. No more stress bumps.
1: Huh? What now? Oh, what? Who? No more stress bumps.
0: You're not going to get stress bumps anymore. That's a form of sick. Right, because that is a sick, right? And it's a sick. You, you As, Uncle Licky aliens... comes in and you interact with a bad man and, and you get cold sores. Not anymore, buddy. You, you've just well, received absolution. Domini, Domini.
1: So here's a question, though. If you, This is one for the genie. Yeah. If you say... My superpower is that I don't get sick. Does that retroactively include all the sick that you already are? I'm sorry, it does not. You don't
0: get pre-existing uh, genie conditions. So I would continue. Oh, I do. see what you're saying. Oh, I see what you're. So let's say you did still have a wart. Would that be included in your
1: package? Uh, I'm so what. So the difference between asking the genie and going to the UFOs is, if you go to the UFOs, you say, "Put me in the, put me in the the tank." Yeah. It's the same tank that they put. The guy in Starship Troopers in, when or he like got, Luke's uh, the back to tank. Luke's back to back to tank. Back to right. tank. Back to the future. You mm. get into the tank, yeah, and <laughs> the aliens go. <laughs> and yeah. while you're in
0: there, completed.
1: But you're not. But you're not unconscious because they're asking you questions. So like, what do you? It's like an MRI. The whole point is that yeah. you stay awake for it, yeah. And they find all the stuff that they can find. They're like, oh, right, you've got like, sure, we're gonna get all this out of here. We're gonna get all this, and then they're then they're gonna say what else? Uh huh. And, and then you say, well, actually, you get one right, one shot, right? You don't get to come back and re up. It's not like owning a Volkswagen.
0: Like you're right, gonna have in. to come in and you get one shot at the UFOs, and now you're the anchorman. You're in the
1: tank, right? Okay. And so and you're you <laughs> say, breathing water. Yeah. In in my case, I would say my um, my fourth toe. What you would call your ring toe, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm um, is too long. Oh, it's an aesthetic judgment. No, it's not aesthetic because it's too long and it doesn't fit in shoes. You need need prescription shoes. Yeah. My, my ring toe has to bend in order to go into shoes. Oh no, you need shoes with a large toe box. Yeah. A wide fat toe box, but that's not how shoes are made. No. I mean, I could go to special, I could go to like some store downtown called like, big man, big, you know, big toe box or whatever, but I don't want to go to that store. <laughs> the shoes are so they're, ugly. they they're, they're Boris Karloff shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say, I just want to be able to wear all kinds
0: of shoes. You can make I would your like, case. You, so you're going to make a case that's not aesthetic. This is practical. This
1: is right. infrastructure. You're going to need me. At, the UFOs are going to need me as the anchor man There's going to gonna be, be like, some walking involved. Let's be honest. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So what I would say is, can you shorten... My fourth toe on each side by one, by the the dimension of one knuckle. Like, don't take a knuckle one, one away. Toe, one toe, knuckle. Yeah, just take it back. Just okay. like ratchet everything. Is it longer
0: than the than than the equivalent toes? Like, um, if it were if it were like a stock chart, would it look unusual that you had a blast of activity in this one toe?
1: I have a lot of toes. Okay, and I think in general, are you looking at them right now? I'm looking at them. Now. <laughs> I can tell. In general, the three toes in the middle, like if you look at my big toe and my little toe, they look like normal toes on a normal foot. But then the three middle toes are all a little bit long and, and like they're articulate, right? Like I can grab like things. Pre, with, like prehensile. Yeah. yeah, I can do I can do stuff with them. But they're all a little long. And actually, mm. now that I'm looking at them, if I was talking to the UFOs, I'd be like, you see that? Yeah. You just bring all three of those toes back. Just yes. bring them back like one knuckle and just make them look.
0: Dude, I mean, like this is a little bit uh, out of uh, UFO left field. But like, do, do you have concerns that we well, take somebody like you and the way you got to how you are today is like you've been through a lot of stuff. And, and you decided to be a certain way. Like, do you worry at all that the UFOs are going to take away or, uh, there's a word I can't use here, uh, or going to screw up the part of you that continues to develop because of a given, uh, sickness or in your case, toe deformity. Do you, do you worry that this will make you a different person whom you don't want to be? Well, this, so this
1: is the Jennifer Gray question, right? Oh, sure is. Oh, Hondo percent. Right? you go in to try and fix a fix a a, a nose that you think is problematic, and yes. it ends up it's, it ends up that was your superpower the whole time. Absolutely, like, like no nobody wants
0: a drill; they want a hole in the wall. And in the case of Jennifer Gray, she she would have been better off. You know, what I'm you know what I'm saying like you show an uh-huh. after picture and you go, yeah, that's a pretty lady. Show before uh, picture, no, you go, that's distinctive.
1: I mean, the, the after picture, you're like, who's this? Who's yes. mom is this? Right? You, Literally, literally, who's So this? If, if I take my three too long toes and I ratchet them back, I am risking the possibility that the, that the toe adversity that I, that I faced throughout my life Yes. Was, played some role in making yes, me... Yes, that's exactly right. It's like the St.
0: Equus, like, moments snap together like magnets. You don't know how your toes might have impacted you. Right or do, or
1: do you? Well, I wonder if you, if you are made as I am. I'm a made guy now, right? Yeah. Uh, I still, you know, I still have. To yeah, chip it's 10% usually up. Only Italian guys. Yeah. Yeah. No, I chip ten percent up to Paulie, and he chips ten percent up to, the, to to the skipper.
0: <laughs> but uh, but he didn't can, move fast because he didn't need to move fast.
1: You could <laughs> you could fix my toes now, yeah. And I'm not going to lose that. I'm not going to lose the like. I'm not going to s- step out one day in a perfect size twelve shoe that I just got from Zappos for twenty five bucks, yeah. and not encounter uncomfortable toe rubbing by the end of the day, and and suddenly be like, I'd have no sympathy for the poor. Oh, interesting. You, you know, like, yes, 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 yes. Okay, but but I think there are some there are some. Optional modifications if I'm in the tank and mm-hmm. I'm being honest and I'm talking to the to the to the upo, I, I have
0: a feeling they'd know if you weren't being honest. I don't know how they know. Sure they would. But I think they would know. I think something in in the in the to would tell them that you're fibbing a little bit.
1: But I have to assume that they're doing this for their benefit because I'm gonna be a better anchor man. Yep. And at a certain point, if I start cutting into the to the bone, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know what I'd really like? I'd really like if I, you know, like, was a, if I had a 32-inch waist, Mm
0: -hmm. there Mm -hmm. might be an
1: alarm that goes off that's like, wait a minute. Yeah, so, like, preference
0: preference detected. Preference detected. We know that this would be a preference. That's not, we don't want you playing hurt, right? You're going to have a job to do. So, I mean, I assume that if, if anyone hears this, they'll know that the anchorman is the person, if I understand correctly from your model of this, and the reason the UFOs are letting your body have a hard reboot is that it's going to enable you to be a healthy um, interlocutor, uh-huh. inter, interlocutor. Inter, how locutor, do you say it?
1: Interlocutor. Yes. You're That's going to how... be
0: you're going to be the helper between the UFOs and the people, and that you're going to be able to like like Milton. You're going to uh, you know uh, defend the ways of UFO to man. Yes. And and arguably vice versa because
1: they're probably open to that. Yes. And and in order to In order to perform that role, people of Earth have to look at me and feel sympathetic, right? They have to say, Mm. like, this guy's one of us. And if I show up with, like, those weird White Walker uh, (laughs) super light eyes and the (laughs) 32-inch waist and perfectly formed toes, yes, you get too many of those. Uh People are like, this guy's not. No, uh, he's not one of us. This is some kind of weird hybrid thing. And, and you know, the trust goes out of the relationship at that point. Right. So what is the, like for instance, this finger over here. Yes. No, long, I can no longer make like a really solid fist anymore. And that's because that's you got attacked that one time? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, okay, so no, that finger also, so that finger was broken, but, but I, I was young, and mm-hmm. it healed, and I can make a fine fist. The oh. other finger is the one that yeah. I broke. Okay. Uh, oh, when you when you punch the guy? Yeah, with those guys. Okay. Okay. All right. And so that fist just doesn't quite feel as, as flexible. Yeah. I don't need to make fists. I really have that. Simple.
0: I have that in a joint. I don't know if it's arthritis. I have it in a joint of my middle finger on my right hand, where it's getting a little it's getting a little nubby on the right side, and I notice it. It's not. I've never punched a person that I'm aware of, but right. I, but I'm sympathetic to what you're saying. That's is that a pre preexisting uh, finger issue? Right. Cause that. no, the thing is, you're going to, when you speak, if I could say it, I, I don't know. This is your gig, but yeah. I, I think you're going to need to be addressing a lot of people through some kind of future media. And you might at some point to make your point, you'll ha- probably have some kind of space PowerPoint, but you, you'll at some point be gesturing to, yes. to underline a point and you don't want people distracted by your fucked up fingers. Right. Or, Although- or if you're wearing sandals, I mean, you wouldn't wear sandals because you don't travel in sandals. Right But, but you don't want your toes or your fingers to be a distraction.
1: Well, here's the thing. I mean, I'm, I'm communicating to billions of people mm-hmm. and I have to feel like part of being the anchorman will involve some kind of babble fish where I can just naturally speak in all the world's languages. technology to turn whatever you're saying into common tongue for sure yeah, right and and to make it seem as though I'm not being translated, but I'm actually speaking in the local vernacular. You know, my thoughts are being communicated in those languages rather than being translated from English.
0: In- including including uh, analogies, uh, phrases. Yes. Let's make sure yes. it's included, right? That's all Absolutely. included. It gets Absolutely. the tone right. And it isn't like a uh, Chevy Noba. No. You know right. what I'm saying? And like it, a Pepsi, raise your relatives from the dead. You're not going to run into one of those. You know what I'm talking about? You're not going to get one of those situations where you, you say something you think is going to be real normal and you, know you sound like a nut. They're going to take care of that with, with their uh, with their machines.
1: Exactly. So, 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 and, and the people who are on very remote islands in Indonesia are going to understand me not as someone who is speaking to them in Indonesian, a language that they understand, but in their local way of speaking. Oh, wow. So that I would be able to communicate uh, to them, uh, not not by not by saying like this is an extraterrestrial, but by saying like oh this is here is how we are going how we would understand. If you were to say for example
0: you know hey guys don't shit the bed, like you the the tone of what you're saying would come across correctly, and it wouldn't be offensive, and and maybe it would involve something about the hunter gatherer culture a culture that that would be unique to them that would be fine. Now, the tone would okay, still be
1: fine. So now this is an interesting thing about this tone thing because would I would it be valuable, more valuable or less valuable to be able to code switch even within English mm-hmm. so that if I said, all right, let's not shit the bed here, that that would get translated into grandma English? Oh, so in Provo, nobody's mad. Right. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, like a, like like I would be using South Carolina vernacular.
0: It would come across as something like... Um,
1: like don't spoil the jello or something right right or you know or there would, at appropriate moments i would in some places say oh bless their heart bless
0: their heart
1: and yes and in other in other places i would be like this is not acceptable
0: the thing is they have ways it's it's not that they lack the technology to do the things that you need as the anchor man i think that's you know table stakes it's right. that they need they needs they need a human who can be the anchor man and utilize that technology <coughs> with your thoughts and words and, and gestures in some cases.
1: But at what point do I lose do I lose the sympathy, the feeling of fellowship with seven billion of the world's people? Mm-hmm. Because there are gonna be a lot of people, you know, representation matters. Absolutely. There are gonna be a lot of people in the world who are like, well, so oh, I'm they, they some- picked a they picked an American cis musician. Yeah, they pissed. A, you know, like a, here, it's another guy on TV, right? It's a guy because we everybody's seen TV.
0: Yeah why why, so, why didn't they, Why didn't they cast a different anchorman?
1: Well, I don't think that I don't think most of the billions of people on Earth are going to think that way. But they're going to say, "This guy is a guy on TV. What does he have mm-hmm. to say to me?" Okay. And if I'm speaking tagalog or whatever, mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. there's going to be that surprise of like, "Whoa, this guy knows." Uh like he's, he's he's he talks just like me that's cool mm-hmm. get over that surprise but then on closer examination if they're like his cuticles look really good mm-hmm. his- oh he's not he doesn't work for a living yes right so physical do you get a
0: physical filter as well i mean before we go down the road of like you know should this look like a dark-skinned man like should this look like uh I, I don't wanna get into it, but you see where I'm going with this. How yeah, much some, of your
1: physical manifestation
0: will be also filtered by the UFO technology?
1: That's the thing. It has to be me. Otherwise, why would they you know they could just They, they know just it they know it's a- you.
0: Even if they don't know why they know it's you.
1: Yeah, otherwise mm-hmm. they just do a hologram that looks like like Joe, everybody. But you could everything. just
0: buy a Teddy Ruxpin. Like anything, anything uh, right. that can emulate human speech and, and respond well to the APIs of the various alien technologies would be sure. fine.
1: You just use Jodie Foster's dad. Jodie Foster's
0: dad. Right, mm-hmm. or uh, Jodie Foster's army, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Or really anybody in an escape band. Yeah, absolutely. You could so have, it's not a bad uh, idea. You,
1: just, you could just have orbs, but they don't want mm-hmm. orbs. They want me. Now, see,
0: an orb would be upsetting in a lot of places, a floating orb. I, don't I don't assume know. you're floating. Wait, I don't what? know if you're floating because uh, you could be breathing underwater. But I would be not nice if you're about you were, a
1: ghost altitude.
0: It'd be nice if you're flo- Okay, so are you gonna look, oh, you know what? We're getting t- you know what? I don't we're getting too deep into the implementation details because I'm sure they will work that out. Right. It's not like you're gonna show up and tell them how to do this. It could be that you you look like an Obi-Wan Kenobi yes. with NTSC scan lines in, in the original version, anyway. You're kind of a force. blue presence. Luke. Yes.
1: Use the force, mate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oi, Luke.
1: Oi. use he, the
0: force. Is he? A, is he? A, is, he a, is that called a, a, ch- a chav? A chav? What's he called?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Oi. Maybe he's a SoundCloud rapper. Cool, blimey! <laughs> use the force. Uh, Torch the lorry. <laughs> can can i can i can i go there can i can i explore and forgive me i i i i want to explore the back to tank in the room and i'm I'm gonna ask you a difficult question i want you to answer as honestly as you can we've covered a lot of the things that the ufos are going to do for you and consequently for the world we've talked about the consideration of like what parts of me are me like how much do you want to leave on the alien cutting room floor how much of mental and emotional things are covered by sick Okay. Do we take it as red? No more cold sores. Okay, passed. Let's move on to the next thing. Right. Right. We get that. Well, like, so what about a, what about what caused the cold sore apart from Uncle Licky? Do you get rid of the anxiety.
1: Interesting article in uh, the New Yorker, I think, this mm-hmm. month about uh, a woman who, you know, was a very successful, high achieving, uh, young woman who went to harvard mm-hmm. and along the way got diagnosed as bipolar and depressed and anxious and borderline and uh, you know she was one of these uh, contemporary people who collected unto themselves multiple multiple diagnoses uh, and was prescribed many, many things. <gasps> Is this that
0: thing Sean linked to the challenge of going off psychiatric drugs?
1: Yes. Okay, my, I haven't read it yet, but yeah, this looks fascinating. Go ahead. So read it, um, because as it as it goes, you get this, I mean, it was a survey for me of the experience of a lot of my friends, and it was the reason that I didn't ever take, I, I did not accept a diagnosis of bipolar for myself throughout the 80s and 90s and 2000s, mm-hmm. because I watched a couple of very good friends take Zoloft and Prozac and Lithium and and um, sometimes four or five different medications up and down. I know if, you. If have you find one that
0: works, there's this yeah. it's
1: just whole thing you go through with finding the one that works without screwing you up you and I went through a a long period with the Adderall and the, you know, um, I got a lot to say
0: about what I've been doing. But one thing I said to my shrink was I said, I said, I want something that does this thing, but I don't want to be insane. And he said, that's why you came to me is you don't want to be insane. And I said, you get it. (laughs) Uh And and, sometimes the stuff they give you makes you a little insane.
1: Isn't that, isn't that ironical? That's a genie's fucking curse. It is the genie's curse. And this (laughs) article, like it, it, You also feel in some ways sympathetic to the many, many, many psychiatrists and mental health professionals that are like, wow, she sounds, you know, she's taking this medication and that stabilized this thing, but then we needed to give her this because she was, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, it's like the dead Kennedy
0: say, one thing's fixed, another falls apart. Right. Right. Trust your mechanic.
1: so, So by the time she got to be a person in her 30s, she had spent her entire adult life on like a pretty thick cocktail of pretty strong drugs to fix this disability that she, that was first identified in her as an anxious 16 year old. And, um, she'd never lived a normal day. And that was true for a whole big thick handful of people I knew. And Mm -hmm. I think Sean wrestled with this too, just like, like a, a, a cocktail of prescriptions. But most notably, my friend Karen, who, you know, was always troubled and who was an early adopter of a lot of, like, this kind of diagnosis. You know, she was the person that got me sober. She was the one that wow. that wow. took me to AA in, the, in my darkest hour. And she Sense. and I had been friends since we were 10 years old. And she'd gotten sober about six months before and she credited my dad with getting her sober. Oh, my gosh. I wouldn't hear a word from my dad, but my dad took her to uh, to her first meeting and walked her through that. And then she bumped into me on the street in Seattle, and she was like, "You are a mess." And I was like, "Ah, you're a mess. <laughs> <laughs> said, you're a mess. <laughs> I'm not drunk. You're drunk. You're obviously intoxicated. You're you're out of order. <laughs>
0: you're obviously intoxicated. Ah, nice fall. <laughs>
1: and uh, and." So, so I always Ronnie Dobbs, me. right? Ronnie, I know. <laughs> Ronnie Dobbs. Yeah, sweet and toxic. Okay, all right.
0: So you're you're wandering around, not doing so great,
1: and but, she, you're, but she, you're still a
0: free spirit.
1: Yeah, she dragged me to a meeting. She was like, "Sit your ass down." And yeah. you know, we, like I say, we've been friends since we were well, since we were kids, and we, yeah. you know, we'd been, uh, you know, she was a tomboy and a skier, and she and I were like, like she was like a sister to me, mm-hmm. and had been for our our whole lives. But she got into the, after we were sober, she was like, now I need to fix the underlying problem, which is that I am this or I'm that, or I'm this or I'm that. And she started taking Prozac and Zoloft and the bill of fire, whatever the whole, the whole Mm. nine and the, and different doses and psychiatrists getting involved. And you know, the danger of course is if you do, if you are middle class, if you do have, uh, Coverage. Resources, yeah. coverage, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you end up, and so
0: even if you oh, have coverage, though, like a huge problem with this is like even if you have coverage, I've, I've run into this half a dozen times with my mom, and the phrase I always say is like, "Is there isn't there anybody who's a project manager for her health?" Because everybody's got the little screw that they turn and little bit that they do, but it isn't. It doesn't feel like there's somebody who's making sure that everything is working together. That your medicines and your talk therapy and your diet, and like, oh
1: yeah, I forgot to take you off a morphine patch. My bad. That's a right. thing that happens. Right? Well, and you, especially you, if you are somebody who's like, yeah, this is working, but my doctor won't give me more. And I think I kind of know better than they do right now. Mm-hmm. What I just need is to get this other prescription from this other place. And now oh, so you're pretty taking, soon you're making up your own cocktails. Right. And and you're taking drugs and no oh, doctor shit. has a handle on. On everything.
0: And the and the synergies and whatnot of those things.
1: Well and so so what happened with Karen was over the years she was in treatment the entire time and was taking drugs to make her better the entire time and she got worse and worse and worse.
0: Oh my God.
1: And and worse and worse in the sense that she just never there was never a baseline. There was never a ground for her. There never felt like karen could just like stop and breathe and say i'm solid this is who i am but like you know? it's
0: almost like she's a subject of some kind of a science experiment
1: exactly right yeah. that that like you're that, you're, an,
0: you're an unintentional guinea pig or like an unknowing guinea pig
1: and every one of her feelings was a symptom rather than ever just being a feeling. Okay, yeah. It's never okay to just be sad. Humans are sad. It's never okay to just feel God, fucked please, up.
0: Please don't let this have a sad ending.
1: Well, it, it does. So. Oh, shit. So three years ago, she hung herself. Oh, Jesus, John. And it was after she had gotten to the point where she was, like, living in her car. Um, and there was nothing, honestly, I don't, I mean, there was a lot wrong with her in the sense that she lived a hard life and she had, and she struggled, she struggled, she struggled, but she was always struggling. She never gave up. Mm -hmm. She wanted to live. It's just that it was always, she had, she just, from the time she was 20 years old, every problem had a drug that was going to fix her chemistry. Because it was, there were all these. It was chemical problems with her. No, it's
0: like you're running around with this. This is not. This is a terrible analogy, but it's like you're running around inside the house, like trying to fix all these different leaks, with all these different things you bought from TV. And it's like there's nobody up there to say, like, here's how we fix the roof, or like, here's here's how to have the home you'd like to have. It's it just ends up being all these. It can be not. I'm I, after John's done with this. I'm gonna say something very inspiring. So please don't leave. But like it's there. There's there's rarely a holistic approach that takes into account, like you say, the baseline, like where you'd like to be, like what's normal, like maybe yeah. you're just an asshole, and I keep trying to fix this thing <laughs> to make you less of an asshole, and it's making you more of this way that nobody wants you to be.
1: Yeah, it's 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 hard to it's hard. I think in Karen's case, it's like, yeah, you were 16 and you had a tough relationship with your parents and you were agitated and you were anxious and, and self-medicating. And so you started to take, and so, and somebody called it bipolar mm-hmm. or somebody called it uh severe depression and you started to take a medicine and the medicine made one thing different and, but another thing different. And so you took a different medicine to counteract that thing. Well, who knows? You know, who knows? People ask me all the time, like you haven't had a drink since you were 26. Do you think maybe you just grew out of it? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you mean, should I go try and drink now and see if I see if like, if I had just kept in there and not quit that. You'd prove them all wrong. Or, or that I would just end up being a normal guy who's 50 years old, who drinks a normal amount. Like, in my case, I feel like I could try that, mm-hmm. but it's not worth it, like quitting drinking is not the same as taking five pills um, it's a, it's a,
0: it's a it's a very yes, I'm glad you said that it's it is a it is a pretty different kind of thing and you and how long did it take for you to see? uh results from that i mean don't you see some results within like a few weeks don't you start noticing something and, and i know you, you have the thing about like you know not thinking that you're done and then you go back to where you were but like isn't that the kind of thing where within like two or three weeks you might start to notice
1: a difference what when you quit drinking yeah oh yeah but then you know a lot of the things that you notice are terrible you're like <laughs> right. oh i noticed a difference i f- oh that's why i this was doing like, that I was, this oh i'm sucks. awful i'm awful but I, <laughs> I I say that because I don't Ugh. want to suggest that, like, um, yes, that what Karen needed to do at the age of 26 was go off all medicine because she did do that. She tried that too. And what this article in the New Yorker talks and about, and there's so many, I'm sorry, there's so many of those things where you don't want to do that. Well, and that's what this article is about. It talks about how hard it is to and, and how dangerous it is. And and talking about people that are weaning themselves off of medicine over the course of months and months and they, they suffer through all these like really bad um, psychiatric symptoms mm-hmm. because they're taking these powerful, powerful drugs away. And also then like like with alcohol or drugs, you're, you realize I never learned to cope with whatever this is. I never learned to feel but my you, It's also
0: that your body. I mean it's like when, I remember someone when I first heard why heroin is different. And saying that, and I I don't know if this is precisely right, but the way I remember hearing it was that like, yeah, drugs do stuff to you. And like drugs can do stuff to your brain, but but heroin is different in that your cells now need it. Like your cells need heroin and you will, there's a reason they call it being sick from heroin if you try to stop because you absolutely physically need that or your body is going to rebel. And I think here's a, a pretty easy example from me uh, was a time that I took uh, for a condition. I was taking a form of uh, of steroids. I think I was taking prednisone, and and the doctor was extremely explicit about this in a way that was absolutely sensible to me. Which is, he said that like this is going to create a huge amount of these these steroids. It's going to help. Basically, it's really good for for what you've got. This is a, this is a quick fix. But look at me in my eyes very carefully when I say we need to taper you off this. Because in the, what, what is happening here is it is also sending signals to your body to not make the steroids because here they are, that you're fine. And believe me, you do not want a cold turkey steroids, medical steroids, right? I'm not getting buff from this. Right. right. But you know what I'm saying? Like there's all not, and that's actually like one of the less severe ones. There's some of these where like, whatever you came into this with and God, this sounds like so much bad news. And I promise I have something uplifting, but like in, in a lot of these cases, like what you came in for is going to be five X worse. If you go cold Turkey on that. So I am going to read this cause it sounds horrifying.
1: Well, but it doesn't I'm, mean don't get help. <laughs> I, I, I feel like in, in my own case, um, like, she, she was talking about some super interesting things, and, and one of one of the things that stuck out was that from the time that she was in her very young adulthood, she was taking all this medication that really suppressed her sexual nature, her sexual drive, her was she, sexual had, had she been a libidinal person before that? No, not really, but I mean, I think it was Normal just amount. that as she came into her youth, she was already overburdened with all of these emotion meds mm-hmm. and so when she started to wean herself off of them she felt sexual desire for the first time and was describing it as this powerful and uncontrollable and like unbelievable mm-hmm. uh, extra sense right a, a, a dimension to life and a and we talk about a sex drive but it really is a drive yeah so it's something that feels like almost like like primal Yeah. And it's, and a motivator, a prime
0: motivator. Mm -hmm. And that she she hadn't had any rehearsal in dealing with that feeling.
1: Right. And Mm -hmm. those feelings would make you feel insane or would make you feel reckless or that you were, um, out of control and would, and if you went and presented those symptoms to a mental health professional and were like, I just feel like out of control and just like this person or this, I just, you know, I'm out roaming the streets. You know, they would say, this is a, you need some immediate intervention you need these pills right I mean, there's so many things that if you go in and present them as symptoms a mental health professional will say there's a pill mm-hmm. uh, but but in fact they're just normal you know they're within a natural range oh of i see what it's out of context again out of context with her larger personage so i was looking mm-hmm. at my own you know recent uh discovery of lamictal which mm-hmm. was one of the drugs that she was prescribed over I, used to, I used to take it and and the feeling that i had that it had it had had a real positive effect on my mental health and i continue to feel that that it that it does me a good service it can and be. It can is, be
0: great for for mental stuff, for emotional stuff, and for this really um, difficult to describe thing. And believe me, be careful if you're taking this. Your doctor will talk to you about this. But it's also good for like this amorphous thing that I would call personality. Do you know what I mean? Like the way you, the way you like, sort of like conduct yourself. Like you, you, you feel less driven by demons. <laughs>
1: uh, in Lamictal specifically, or drugs
0: in general. Lamictal specifically. I felt helped stabilize some of the more extreme ups and downs of what I'll call my personality.
1: Yeah, uh, I, uh, I I've ha- felt that it had a, a a positive effect on me. But I but but one of the things this article talked about was this tendency we have to think that. Um, that our personalities and our struggles are a result of imbalances that the doctors have figured out chemicals to make correct. Mm-hmm. That there is a correct amount of X chemical and we are missing it and limactyl fills fills a hole or something. You know, like, um, and that isn't that's just not uh, a, a very good description. It, that is an example of me going in and saying, don't shit the bed in Tagalog. Right, right, right. It's not, um, it isn't how it works. They're just kind of throwing things at a wall and like, oh, do you feel better today? I mean, it's like when you go into the, to the optometrist and you're like, can you just give me a lens that corrects my vision? And they say, is this more blurry or is that more blurry? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, really, this is still how, how you decide, can't you just shoot a laser off of my, off of my cornea and take the readings and give me a perfect lens? Do I really have to, like neither one of them looks good. They both look blurry and they're like, okay, but which one looks less blurry? Mm, Yeah. And I'm at a certain point in those eye exams, I'm always like the left one, I guess. And they're like, okay, what about now? And I'm like, it it all looks like shit. Like fix my eyes science. Mm -hmm. And, and I feel like with Lamictal, there's a, there's a similar kind of like, well, we threw this, we threw this greased cat down a pipe and in 60% of the people that greased cat in a pipe felt better than either a pipe without a greased cat or a greased cat without a pipe. Hmm. And so are you one of those? And in my case I was like, I am. And they were like, great. It worked fixed. Mm -hmm. But I'm very, having read this article now, I'm much less likely it's just like the introvert, extrovert, INFJ business where you get a thing and you go, this is it. Like, I've solved for X. I understand myself now. And then y- you live with it for a while and you're like, but it's not quite a complete solution. It's not quite a complete description. Mm-hmm. I, You know, like I've struggled with introvert ever since I first said the word 15 years ago, trying to make my trying to make myself fit it or make it fit me. Mm -hmm. And I'm really no closer to it. I don't, when somebody says, I don't think you're an introvert. You know, I still, uh, that word still is useful to me. It still Mm -hmm. feels meaningful to me. Yeah. And, you know, Lamictal, I don't want to stop taking it. And I feel like that's definitely a drug you don't go cold turkey on. I cannot emphasize enough
0: how important it is to start slow. Your doctor (laughs) will talk to you about this, but I don't take it. You haven't taken it for years, but they'll be very clear you do not want the kind of rash that this thing can cause. Why did you stop taking it? Well, I mean, I don't want to go too deep. But let like let, let me let you finish because I, I do I well okay I'm I'll say my piece here's my piece I I want to make sure and f- I hope I'm not working at cross purposes with with what you're saying here but like uh, I I have recently uh, returned to this field and um I've been very fortunate I've been very very fortunate with the results and I've talked to you about this a little bit offline but like um and I, this is not your mileage may vary. But uh, the mileage thing aside, like there are you, – if you, if you have a thing, please do talk to somebody. I know that's a message you hear all the time. But please make sure, especially if, you, if you're a sad person who has depression or if you're an anxiety, whatever it is, like it doesn't have to be pills. But like don't keep it to yourself, please. In my case, the, the only thing I want to say is that – so the Lamictal in my cocktail of, I don't know, at this point almost 10 years ago – I described this recently to my wife as I feel like when I first went in to get help for what's wrong with me, I was handed a giant mallet. And when the giant mallet proved to be too much to wield in fixing this subtle problem, then they gave me a glove to wear while I used Mm. the mallet. Mm. And in my case, Lamictal was the glove. Now, I'm just here to tell you, I know a ton of people where Lamictal, I'm not here to sell any drug, but I'm just saying that like, in the case of like, well, we're gonna over we're gonna respond to this over over large result of this one thing by giving you this other thing it it was it was great and it helped a lot and it made a ton of sense. What I want to also say though, is that <clears throat> I mean, in the amount of time since I last visited with a psychiatrist, there's been a lot of improvements, yeah, right. I mean, that sounds nuts to say how could how could five or ten years make a difference? Setting aside what a genetic test could help reveal about mutations that are peculiar to you and could give your doctor a lot of indications what direction to go, setting that aside for a minute, it ain't all just big mallets anymore. And and the the approach that we have taken, my physician and I, has been extremely targeted and subtle and peculiar to me, but it's not the kind of thing where he's going to send me 16 different things and say, do you feel better in a month? it's a very carefully monitored kind of approach. And I don't want to get too personal about this, but I'm really grateful uh, that I, I don't I'm grateful. What's the word? I'm glad I went back. Oh, and, good. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like I, this, I do want to, I, I don't know, you, you know me, I just, I, I don't, I want to make sure people know, people who are listening to this, who may be having a hard time. I want to make sure, I just want to leave them not feeling discouraged about the larger help issue. You know what I mean? Oh, did you feel that that was a risk? I don't know. I mean, I feel like when you talk about mental health, it's, uh, it, used to be, uh, it used to be popular to say that, okay, mental health is for crazy people. And then it became au courant to say, we don't talk enough about mental health. And then it became a great virtue signaling to constantly talk about, here's an 800 number to call. And I feel like, like for, the, for the handful of people who listen to this show, I just want to make sure they get a highly targeted message from their friends at Roderick on the line, that there's probably a thing you can do. And it doesn't have to be medicine. It doesn't have to be rock climbing, but that there there is there is something that and a something or someone who can help you if you're feeling very down. That's mostly what I wanted to say.
1: Hmm. Do you know what I mean Yes, well uh I feel like uh people listening to this show who are listening to the mental health adventures of Merlin and John recognize <laughs> that uh we are trained professionals, and this is a closed course. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you are not necessarily you know do not necessarily try this at home we are doing uh we're No doing, we're professionals. Yeah. yeah. We're professionals and we are we are jumping dirt bikes and golf court, golf carts. Yeah, on a on a, clo- uh, on a closed course. On a closed course. Um so yeah, but I, I think I think in in general what I hear from people is that they like that we talk about Oh, it. 100%. And not that they are. I don't think there's anybody listening who who's listening closely that would say to themselves, "Well, none of this applies to me." Right. Who wouldn't also have heard you and me both say that exact thing many times over the years and wrestle with it openly mm-hmm. and come back with our hat in hand, saying, "Well, I guess it did apply to me." So if you're, you know, like close listeners realize that we're also like, totally fucking faking it. Oh, that's my that's, it. my
0: that's my entire brand. And this actually kind right. of brings us back to where we started, which is, in the coverage program that you have received from the UFOs, what is covered that you would accept for mental, emotional, however you want to slice it? What is covered that you would say, nah, I'm good? Do you have a this sense is, of what you would tell them when you're in the tank and you're not allowed to lie?
1: This is the ultimate ultimate question. Mm-hmm. Because if the UFOs Yes could more than remove, way more than
0: physical, right?
1: Way more. If okay. the UFOs could remove the feeling of uh of dissatisfaction, the feeling of inferiority, the feeling of failure, mm-hmm. which they surely could as easily as they could remove a wart, would I be would that be, is that my Jennifer Gray's nose? Mm-hmm. Would I become unrecognizable and, and thereby use, useless or, or, or not useful? And in, if that is the realization, if I cannot ask the UFOs to remove my psychological burdens because I would become then not myself and then i and and if I'm not myself, then I wouldn't be useful as the anchor man no that's why they hired you. does that then help me look at those illnesses or those struggles in a different light and say, mm-hmm. oh they are in, they are inextricable, they are intrinsic to me that's what made you the anchor man right and so so is it really just that I want the UFOs to shorten my toes mm-hmm and then all the other burdens, shorten my toes and make it so that I don't get a stuffy nose. Mm-hmm. But but the real burdens are are um intrinsic to who I am and I never
0: and I'll never again ruminate over a dumb thing that I said or a mean thing that someone said to me. Right. That see, I, I think act one of this, I don't know how this ends, it's your script, but I think act one of this probably ends with you in the back of the tank. They fixed your toe, they fixed the warts, they took away the stress bumps. And then I think they say to you, Do you want us to fix your brain? And 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 you say, What do you mean by that? And you say, You'll tell me, right? And and, and, right. and I think it's I think it's a trick. I think it's a trick. And I think that you could probably get away with a little bit. You could say, you know what, I'd rather have just a little bit less of a fear of heights. I think you can get away with that. You could say, uh, "I get maybe make me less angry when I pick up my bags or fly United in general." What in my, if
1: I say, "When I wake up in the morning, I would like my first thought to be um, <laughs> you know, like something other than, "Oh fuck, you <laughs> fucked it up."
0: I, I don't want to say.
1: But I got a feeling like, oh, they're going to say. Do that. do That's not. why
0: you're the anchor man. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it up. <laughs> Take more walks. <laughs> Try drinking more water. <laughs> er, I mean, human Corp. water. Cleve <laughs> Corp.